out of excuses and we are running out of time. We're looking at mass starvation within 10 years. The reality is we're sleepwalking into a catastrophe. Change is coming, whether you like it or not. Extinction! I think there's a crisis of leadership, not only in our country here, but a crisis of leadership within faith communities where we need leaders from, uh, from across the faiths who are willing to raise the issue, speak honestly to their uh, worshipping uh, communities and, and, and get them on board. One of the uh, key points that maybe joined the movement was seeing the ex-Archbishop of Canterbury, even though I'm not a Christian, seeing the ex-Archbishop of Canterbury come behind XR and, and Mitt Wrightless saying, I am behind civil disobedience. <laughs> and, and for me, that gave it a moral uh, recognition. That was Jonathan from Christian Climate Action and Mothia from XR Muslims, both organisers of Faith Bridge, a multi-faith group of spiritual leaders, organisations and citizens. They have organised prayers, ceremonies, talks and meditations, and there have also been actions which have led to arrests. For them, as with many others, it was a realisation of what was at stake that brought them to take part in the protests and to create Faith Bridge. My name's John. Um, I'm, a, I'm a vicar who lives in uh, li lives in Leeds. It was about eight months ago. My daughter started to sort of get a bit more involved, and I decided to look at the science, and was absolutely um, really shocked and horrified. It hurt reading this stuff. It, it grieved me. And for about eight weeks, I had a chest infection that you know kept on trying to you know have antibiotics, struggling to sleep, and I think that was probably connected with sort of the grief aspect. But as I came through that, there was really a strong theme of sort of um, hope or being fully human at this moment to really engage the issue that there's no point retreating into a corner, there's no point going into denial, that's no longer an option. My name is Reverend Sachavani Robin and I'm a Pure Land Buddhist priest. I attended my first Extinction Rebellion meeting on the 27th of July and that's when I woke up to the reality. And since then, I've been on an emotional roller coaster, feeling grief and anger and confusion. It, it's as if everything else in my life has become secondary, that this, this is the most important thing for us all. And so things like being put in prison, they seem um, inconsequential compared to the, the challenges that we're all going to be facing. And many faiths and traditions, of course, align themselves to the concept of caring for the earth. <laughs> Lucy is from XR Jews. My name is Lucy Michaels, um, and I've been involved in XR Jews since about April. Judaism in itself is actually, um, it's an ancient agricultural religion. Um, and a lot of our liturgy, rituals, holy days, you know, we engage with the importance of natural cycles and sustainability, um, you know, the ancient Israelites depended on, on nature for their livelihood. It was sort of intertwined with their lives. And, and that is how our, you know, that is where our sort of major, fest, a lot of our major festivals sort of come from. They were harvest festivals. 
There are also those who may be spiritual, but whose spirituality is not aligned to an institution, but has more to do with nature and the earth itself. Azul is from the newly formed Earth Wisdom Tenders. So um, I'm called Azul Valerie Tomei. I live in Totnes, so we're part of Totnes, a uh, very strong bunch uh, southwest also of England. I have an organization called Soul Land, which is making the world of our longing through rituals, ceremonies, and uh, rites of passage, initiations, uh, that can support our maturing as a species. And I'm not a druid, I'm not a witch, I'm not a shaman, I'm not indigenous wisdom from uh, an intact culture. So who am I and who are we, the people that have practiced root, rooted into the earth wisdom? Three weeks ago, a new birth happened, which is called, we are called, the Earth Wisdom Tenders. Uh, and my longing and my prayer is that there is a place now for people who didn't have a place of belonging, didn't have a sense of homecoming, or maybe felt illegitimate with the indigenous wisdom, uh, that now there is a place, there is a place where we can greet each other and share this ancient and new earth wisdom. For Lucy, it's the language and values of faith that can help people engage with the problem of climate crisis. The climate emergency, you know, is the biggest challenge that, you know, humanity has ever faced. You know, we obviously uh, all have to pull together. And I think most faiths, like, you know, Judaism included, have a great deal of wisdom around central themes related to addressing climate change, like earth care, Climate change is a moral challenge. You know, climate change is sort of disrupting the natural balance of things and the sort of angle that, you know, we, we live our faith through our actions. You know, in a sort of a general sense, uh, when we're, we're thinking about, you know, what motivates people to, to sort of engage in climate, you know, on, on climate change, we know that, you know, from campaigning, you know, personally, for the last 20 years, that sort of facts, the sort of facts and figures aren't necessarily what is motivating people to action um, but when people start start to speak to people in a language that's familiar um, sort of reflecting their values and sort of personal identity um, you know they start to see how, how it all makes sense. So what part do the religious institutions have to play in awakening people to the problem and do they actually have the trust of the people? The church should be uh, at the forefront of this because all along we've been saying that this world is um, created by is, is, is creation, it's created by God and that humanity's task are to be gardeners and stewards in, in creation. We're complicit in a culture which is teaching us and training us that capitalism, consumerism and individualism are, are the way that it's meant to be. In fact I call them the the anti-trinity of, uh, you know, uh, unrestrained capitalism, consumerism and individualism. These, these are, it's the unholy trinity which the church must resist um, for the sake of its faith, but also for the sake of the world. We're in such a chaotic time that um, it's very hard to find um, ways of understanding the world when, when the, the current institutions that we relied on so much, whether it's democracy, whether it's um, the scientific methods which are now being undermined, um, 
it's hard to find something that uh, that is that that can hold you through that. But when I sense my own kind of faith, it's more of a conversation, more of a, a tentative stepping forward and backwards, and and finding and discovering for yourself what works and doesn't work, and and coming to faith of like that the world responds in a kind of way depending upon how you tread on it and how you walk forward in your own life. And so that that's for me is a more enlivened sense of faith because it's about how you walk in walk your life through um, through the world. There's a lot of um, historical baggage around religion in in the West. A lot of people have had bad experiences, and there's a lot of mistrust around religion, which I understand. We're not we're not on the the bridge together because we want to convert anyone. We're we're there because we want to say. We're ordinary people, and this is important to us, just as the the carpenters are, and the doctors are, and the nurses are. And if people um, identify with one person in the in the rebellion, then then that's 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 great because that's one more person who thinks, oh, maybe this is for me too. Maybe this movement can speak to me. You know, we're not coming from the point of view of the institutions. We're sort of really grassroots, um, and you know, uh, we're not here as an organisation or proselytising about our faith. Um, you know, I think, as I said, after 30 years of campaigning, you know, we know that facts and figures are not enough to get people, you know, on the streets and motivate them to action. Um, and that, um, you know, like it or not, you know, billion, you know, there are there are billions of people in the world who do have a faith. Um, and you know they need to be galvanised uh, and sort of moved to action. We can unite on this that there is a crisis and we need to do something. And we are being failed by our our government. I think it's also just great for people who are sat at home watching the TV screens and they see representatives of their faith and faith leaders who are willing to, in one sense, stick their neck out on this um, issue. Faith Bridge is helping to mobilise faith communities through the values and principles that are inherent in faith. And many of these values are ones that all traditions share. A Jewish person may feel affiliated with uh, the exiled Jewish uh, set of beliefs, um, and a Buddhist will feel affiliated with the exiled Buddhist beliefs. So we're all gathering under our own set of belief. They're different uh, reflections of something that's uh, core. At least the people who are holding the space uh, have that sense themselves that it's at the end it's all the same but our lineage, each lineage is giving you a teaching that's specific and can go deep but then even deeper than that is this sense of that we're all pointing towards the same thing but we're finding different ways of expressing that. It's not a, a, a Christian issue, a Muslim issue, a Hindu issue. This is a human issue, a human existential uh, crisis. And I think we need to uh, mobilise all faith communities. But the advantage is here is, is that, you know, just about every faith community has a passion for justice or reflects something like the teaching of Jesus, which is things like love your neighbour as yourself or care for the vulnerable. And so actually they're already embedded within different faiths is the, um, I guess, the, uh, the potential which can be activated on this particular issue.
The Hope for Faith Bridge is that it can provide a foundation for those who look to spirituality to support them as we step into uncertain times. Satya from XR Buddhist. For, for me, the, the most valuable offering um, of faith is faith. <laughs> it's having something that we can take refuge in, which is utterly reliable. And in this world of samsara, as the Buddhists call it, this kind of world of impermanence and um, the, the, the passions that drive us, um, we, need some, we need something to lean into to give us the courage to step forwards. And for me, um, when I'm supported by my faith, I, I'm energised and I feel secure enough to step forwards into the unknown. And I think that Extinction Rebellion are really stepping forwards into the unknown. We're challenging the structures that hold our country together. And that's really scary. And we need something behind us. My prayer is that they bring a, a different container to the movement, uh, to Extinction Rebellion, a place of deep holding and deep reverence for the earth, and a holding for grief too, that people are sensing into, uh, and allow conversations to happen that maybe um, people find difficult in other spaces. So, um, so in that way, it becomes like an, an ember or place that can strengthen people's resolve for, for what we need to face as we move towards this un uncertain time. We're looking at mass starvation within 10 years. The reality is we're sleepwalking into a catastrophe. Change is coming, whether you like it or not. Extinction! Oh.